You're listening to the You Mentor Talk Show, where we invite an expert each week to hear about their incredible journey and career paths. On today's show, we're chatting with makeup artist and hairstylist, Zishan Shamji. Everybody's beautiful, and enhancing your beauty is what Zishan from Glozy does best. With over six years of intensive training, she has all the details on how to be successful in this field. This week's sponsor is Safari Automotive Sales and Services. I'm Fatima Al-Sayed, your You Mentor Talk Show host. Now, before we get into the show, we just wanted to let you know that Moja Care is hosting a fast-a-thon, where every day you fast, recite Quran, or attend mosque, you can make an impact on those in need. It's simple to participate. You can just go to the umojaoutreach.org care slash fastathon for further information. Everyone is welcome to participate. What do you need to do to join? It's very simple. Just complete a minimum of 23 fasts, read Quran a minimum of 23 days, attend mosque a minimum of 10 nights, and participate in at least one volunteering service. Everyone who enters will be entered into a raffle to win a $100 scholarship. The winners will be announced at the Emoji Games 2019. And the best part, all of your proceeds from your effort will go into Nissa Homes, who provides long-term shelters to immigrants, refugees, and Muslim women that are homeless. Now back to our regular programming with uh, Zishan. Zishan, how are you? I'm Sorry, I think we lost you there. How are you today? I'm good. This is Zishan. Assalamualaikum. How are you? Wa alaikum assalam. I'm good. How are you? I'm, <laughs> I'm great. Sorry. <laughs> <That's okay. laughs> Just about to ask you again. <laughs> um, okay, so you're a makeup artist and a hairstylist. Um, That's correct. You started your career much later into your life after you had your kids and everything. What was the reason that you decided to go into makeup? So the reason, like you said, uh, that's correct, that I started my career really late. Mm -hmm. um, the reason I got into makeup is because I've always had a passion for makeup since growing up. I remember back in, back in I'm from India, so back, back home in school, I was the only person in the class, in my teenage, teenage years, that knew how to do French braids and do um, a, a perfect eyeliner. So when <laughs> I started thinking, like, what am I going to do now with my life? Because I obviously, I'm not the kind of person that can sit in an office and mm -hmm. be in a confined space. I obviously, uh, I'm, I'm a people's person. So I love to work with people. So the first thing that obviously naturally came to me was makeup. Mm -hmm. That's you were, you were the go-to person on the playground. I was completely the go-to person. <laughs> there used to be a line every recess, which was 15 minutes long. And the minute the recess would be done, the second recess, the girls would come back. Can you please finish our braids? Literally, <laughs> that was my story. Every day. Oh, that's so cute. Growing up. Yeah. <laughs> so what steps did you take to um, do this? So it was a long process. I just mm -hmm. did not want to just start out and say I'm a makeup artist. I wanted to be a paraprofessional. So I, the first step was cosmetology, even though that's not only makeup, but I wanted to get licensed by the state of New York. I just did not want to okay. get a degree. So I went to school here in a in um, uh, Empire Beauty School. It was nine months of full-time school. And mm -hmm. all thanks to my family, they supported me and they took care of my son who was <laughs> seven at that age, or six at that age. And, and you know, I started um, going to school. So once I was done with my um, cosmetology school, I got my license, I got certified. Mm -hmm. I started working in a salon because obviously you have to gain experience somewhere and that's the best place to go. Because initially I thought I'm going to open up a salon. 
But once I was working as an assistant in a salon, that's where you start. You start at the bottom. Um, it kind of opened up my eyes and said that this is not what I want to do. I don't want to be confined. I don't want to be stuck in a salon, um, not being able to make my own hours, not being able to take mm-hmm. vacations, taking away time from my family on in the summers or whatever. So is it because it was uh, too much yeah, responsibility to open the salon? It is too much responsibility opening yeah. a salon. You have to sign your life away. It's like seven days a week, literally. Oh. You get one day off, that too, I'm sure you're organizing, you're doing stuff, getting ready. So, and I can't, you can't rely on someone else because it's your own baby. Yeah. If you're not going to be there, people are going to walk all over you. And I wasn't ready to completely sign my life away. I wanted to enjoy my family, my kids, my life, and be able to, to do something and feel great. Mm-hmm. So that's how makeup came in, the, came in the picture. Because once I knew I'm not doing this, I started looking into how I can become a makeup artist. And I came yeah. across a couple of... Um, courses so i there's so much competition new york is very, a very competitive market we all know that there's a lot of makeup artists out there and there's so much work for everyone out here so i wanted to bring something different to the plate so i came across this really nice um makeup artist she's irani from uh, from iran but she's in, in london and okay. she has an academy called, called artist of makeup her name is zukrit nazar and i researched her looked her up looked at all her references and it looked like the perfect person to go to so Why did you choose that. her? Because there was two other makeup artists in London that I was looking up, but those two were more like, it was all about, I think it was more about uh, pictures and it wasn't, it, it didn't come out as true to me when I spoke to her. She really, okay. like, I really connected with her mm-hmm. and I felt like, you know what, you know, sometimes you get an instant connection and that's yeah. what happened with me. I knew that I want to be with, I wanted to start, I learned from her. So that's mm-hmm. it. I told my family, I'm going, I packed my bags, I booked my ticket. And I was off to London. I did my uh, Asian bridal training in hair and makeup, both from there. I came back. And ever since I came back, I started my company. And uh, I've, been in, I've been a makeup artist ever since. Is the Asian bridal market in uh, New York very large? It is extremely large. And there's yeah. so much competition. And there's so much work. Because even though it's competitive, it's a lot of people. But there are so many, there's so many people here. So I feel that there's work for everyone here. How do you shine the spotlight on yourself in such a huge market? So the, the first, my first step was getting, getting a, a degree or a, or a course or a certification from someplace where no one else would think of. So that's my, mm-hmm. that is my number one reason why I went to London, that Asian okay. Gradle training at that time was huge. Asian Gradle yeah. training was huge at that time because all the, all the bridal looks and everything comes from there. They're, they have these amazing magazines called Asiana and uh, Asiana Bridal. So, you know, everything comes from there. So that's how, that was my first step. And then I try to stay as, as active as I can on social media, mm-hmm. even though it's tough, but I, I post regularly. I have posts that I'm, you know, posting every day. I'm using, I use the Instagram, I use Facebook. Mm-hmm. I used to tweet before, but not anymore because I don't think that it did any good for me. <laughs> <coughs> Excuse me. Then I also did uh, sign up with IndianWeddingSite.com. Okay. Uh, there's also the Knot. There's also Wedding Wire. So there are Maharani Weddings. That's another mm-hmm. uh, really prestigious um, online magazine for bridal, South Asian bridal. Yeah. That's one more too. So that's how, wherever I can. And now it's come to a stage, mashallah, alhamdulillah, it's through word of mouth and referral. That's good. You know, yeah. yeah. Um, so you didn't decide to open up your own salon. Where do you currently work? Where's your place <laughs> so i do have a home studio so i've mm-hmm. set up a home studio where all the trials when brides want to book me come to me there or when okay. there's a party makeup or engagement makeup or prom makeup people come to me because most of my work is more 
possible. I'm traveling all over. It can be to Jersey, it can be to Connecticut, it can be in New York. I could be going to Florida because all my work is mobile. So it it only made sense for me to open up my home studio, and it's really beautiful. I love it. I've really <laughs> taken a lot of pains to make it really pretty. Yeah. And every every time a client comes in, they're like, "Wow, this is so beautiful." So I'm really proud of that. So that's what I. The name on. is beautiful itself. Glowzy. Oh, thank right. you. Thank Go you. in and glow. Yeah, glow with Z. My email is, is is really related to that as well. It's glowwithz at gmail.com. Yeah, it's beautiful. Um, so in this forever changing industry, how do you keep up with all the changes that are happening? So to keep up with all the different trends, it is very, very important. First and foremost, I'm not a teenager. I'm not into my 20s. I'm into my life 40s. So, mm-hmm. and you know, at when I started my company, I wasn't that well versed with social media. I had to literally learn my way through it, like watching videos, asking people. That's how I've got, you know, I'm get, I'm still getting them. Still not that great at it. I'm still trying my best. But social media is huge. It's Instagram. There, it's always trending. You always learn something different. Mm-hmm. Every time a company launches a different makeup, a new different makeup product, it's always out on Instagram. You get to know so many. Um, different makeup companies that you don't you don't even know exist through Instagram as well. So I think that's my main my major source is Instagram. Yeah, and also I also take part in um, the uh, New York fashion uh, fashion shows. Mm-hmm. So every time there's a fashion show, I try to go there. The other uh, other play, other way I try to be upbeat is I am pro members with Mac. I'm pro members with Makeup Forever, mm-hmm. which is an amazing brand. So every time they have a new product launch, they always send out emails to come and learn from them. Because if I don't know what I'm using and uh, if it's a new product, I would obviously want to like you know learn how to use it. So mm-hmm. that's another way of me staying up to date and current. Yeah, and updating your skills. Um, yeah. So does in does Instagram make it harder or easier um, on the makeup so, industry? Instagram has its pros and cons. Okay. There are a lot of pros, but there are also cons as well. The, let me talk about the cons first. Um, mm-hmm. I don't know if you remember, but there was a stage where Kim K came up with the, uh, Kim K and Mario came up with the highlighting technique, the yeah. yellow under, under eye, the banana powder under eye. So that is a con because everybody now that comes up to me, that would come up to me in the past, would have a picture and be like, this is what we want to look like. Now, <laughs> it's very, it's, it was, and I would sit down and I would explain to them that that's why consultation with a makeup artist is very, very important before mm-hmm. your big day because that's when you get to know, I get to know you as, as a client and you get to know me and gain that um, uh, sense of, you know, um, trust with me. So it's they come up with pictures that are not necessarily going to look good on you so it's up to me how i pick and choose and then make it into a trend i pick a trend and then i look at the person's face i'll explain to you, i can do this however this 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 could you know work better so it also some of them are really some of the clients are really good and they will listen to your feedback and some of them are not and so it's okay so you it is at the end of the day it, at, the, at the end of the day it's their uh day and i it's their choice and I have to do what they want me to do, but mm-hmm. I do give my tips and advice as to whether we should or should not. The pros for Instagram is you do learn, like trending, like whatever's trending, you do learn, you know, get to know what's in, what's not, what's the newest colors, spring looks, uh, fall, wedding, winter looks. So it's, it's, it is a lot of pros as well. Another con I would say is, um, I don't know if you remember, but there was a phase of the wiggly eyebrows. Mm-hmm. Yeah. If you ever saw that. I mean, so those are like sometimes... I just feel like when an influencer has so many followers, they yeah. probably sometimes just kind of put something on and expect everybody to follow. And that doesn't necessarily work 
work all the time. Mm-hmm. But you know, kudos to them for having that many followers. That's amazing. Yeah. But that's that's about it. So that's the pros and cons from Instagram. Okay. Um, so uh, one thing, sure. um, the when you're working on someone's face, I think you mentioned this a bit, but I want to go into more detail with it. Uh, when you have a customer come to you and show you, you know, uh-huh. this is what I want to look like. What is this um, experience of having that consultation with the makeup artist? Why is that an important step? So it is the most important and crucial step in Mm -hmm. picking your makeup artist is your consultation with your makeup artist. It's because when a bride is doing her research, doing her homework, getting excited, getting ready for a big day, um, everybody has a Pinterest board going in. She has certain looks in mind that she is really, you know, I mean, today's age, like, you know, we used to dream of getting married since when we were 15, I think, you know, (laughs) this is what I'm going to look like. In the culture, yeah. Yeah, yeah, so, yeah. so they, everybody has an, an image of, uh, of, of what they want to look like on their wedding mm-hmm. day. So they have tons of pictures and whatever. So when they come to me for a consultation, they'll show me what I ask them when they come to me beforehand is make sure you get the pictures of the looks you like and the looks you don't like. Because it's very important for me to know what they don't like as well. Mm-hmm. Not only what they like. And when I sit with them, I need to first know how much makeup do they wear on a daily basis. If they're the kind of people who, kind of person who's really natural, who's very simple, who does mm-hmm. not wear so much makeup. And if she's showing me a picture with full on glam, dramatic, smoky eye, glitter galore, highlighting, contouring at its peak. It's not Their gonna face work. might not work for that. It's yeah. not going to work. So mm-hmm. I, that's why I ask them that bring me pictures you like and I ask them questions based on that when they show me a picture I'll be like this is great I love yeah. this look what you've given but based on what I understand from you and what you mm-hmm. are like and how much makeup you wear every day mm-hmm. this is what this, these are the steps I'm going to omit and yeah. these are the steps I'm going to do to make it look better so you okay. will look like this but a little bit a little bit more natural mm-hmm. okay so that's why it's very important plus it's important because they need to gain that trust in you so on that day she's stress-free she's not freaking out on oh my makeup artist is she coming on time or not so it's very important to, I tell them, all my brides, that you have to come and if you don't want to do a full bridal trial, that's fine. Come in for like, I'll give me half an hour. Let's sit and discuss everything. Get to know me. I get to know you. So on that day, you'll know. You'll have your eyes closed. You're sitting with your clothes and jewelry and the rest just flows. You're listening to the You Mentor Talk Show. If you have any questions for the panelists today, please post it in the comments section and we'll have it answered at the end of the show for you. If you'd like to get a notification whenever we're live, just go on our Facebook page and click the three little dots and hit follow. Sishan, what is the most important quality someone should have as a makeup artist? The most important quality as a makeup artist, after your skill techniques, of course, you need to know how to use makeup. Mm -hmm. You need to know different face shapes. You need to know different skin types and Mm -hmm. skin color. After that, for me, it is patience. Once I've got that down to the T, it's patience. If I didn't have patience today, I cannot deal with, I would not be able to deal with my brides, with yeah. the drama, what goes before, what goes, what comes after, the waiting time, I would not mm-hmm. be able to deal with any of that. So you have patience, to have patience. is yeah. the biggest key here, biggest key to success. Mm-hmm. It works for me and I am a patient person to begin with. So mm-hmm. it's easy for me, it comes naturally. Is it sometimes uh, discouraging when you see, um, when you work so hard and then you see all of these new Instagram 
uh, makeup artists who just pop up and get millions of followers from the first few weeks? Uh-huh. It is, it is discouraging, mm-hmm. but like I said, New York is so big and there's so much work out here that if, this, if some particular bride will not book me on this weekend, somebody else would. And if mm-hmm. I don't get booked that, so that particular weekend, it's a breather for me because it gives me time with my family or else every weekend, that's all I'm going to do is work. Yeah. So it is sometimes it, it is discouraging, discouraging, disheartening because at times you do feel like, whoa, like, you know, I mean, look at my work and look at your work. But again, it is, you know, when your work speaks for yourself, when someone comes to me, mm-hmm. my, the word of mouth works for me is great. I'm happy. Um, I try to make friends. Like I told you before, like I try to friend, uh, befriend all the makeup artists that are there because I don't like, it's healthy competition, you know. Yeah. If today I'm, if I'm free, I'm, uh, a fellow makeup artist is, is booked up, she'll refer me. So that's another way of getting more clients. So mm-hmm. be friends, be friends, open up. Do not have that, that bar that, no, you know, she's a makeup artist and I'm not going to talk to her, look at her. No, be yeah. friends with them. And you can learn it's from very, each very other. Important. Yes, mm-hmm. you can learn from each other. You get, you get work from each other. It's, it's really good to have a healthy relationship. Mm-hmm. working relationship how do you network so i network like i said uh instagram mm-hmm. facebook uh, i'm on uh maharani weddings i'm on indianweddingsite.com mm-hmm. i'm on bbbridalmagazine.com that's another really nice prestigious magazine yeah. i used to do a lot of shows a lot of bridal expos Okay. Uh, Expos, they did help me in the past. They're really good. So if somebody's new that's trying to make your make your way into the market, just to learn to get to know what your clients are going to be like, and to get to know the wedding vendors in at the wedding industry, it's it's a it's a must. You must do one of these expos. And I've done a couple, but the best one is Dulan Expo. He gets the crowd. He has really good um, vendors on him, and they do about six uh, shows every year. So if wherever you are, whichever part of the world, uh, whichever part of New York, of America, if you have a, if you have wedding shows, make, take part in it because you'll actually mm-hmm. see what market you're getting into. You'll see your competition. You'll see the, you'll get to make friends with all the wedding yeah. vendors out there, the ph- photographers. Maybe you can, you know, schedule a photo shoot. That's another step, which I always do is make friends with all the photographers because mm-hmm. if it's not busy season, I will reach out to them or they will reach out to me and be like, how about let's do a shoot together together let's collaborate so collaboration Mm -hmm. is also another key you collaborate with your vendors you collaborate with uh designers for clothes for jewelry um you collaborate with models because you know and if you find someone who has a huge following on instagram or facebook or is pretty well known collaborate with them you know ask them to be to be your models that's another way of networking and getting yourself out there And then what works for you now is just referrals and word of mouth. Right now it's referrals and mm-hmm. also Instagram works for me. I get a lot of messages okay. on Instagram, DMs on Instagram, asking me for availabilities. I get a lot mm-hmm. of emails. Also Google. Google is also a good platform. You know, try to uh, advertise with them. Make mm-hmm. sure you have a good website. It should be clean, simple, not too much drama. Like something that's easy for when a bride looks at it, she'll be like, wow, I want to look like this. Yeah. You know, also your page, make sure your page is clean. Your Instagram page, I'm talking about, make sure the pictures are good. And there's something like, if I was a bride, I opened a page, I'd be like, oh, wow, I want to look like this. So that's also, you know, another thing. Mm -hmm. You're also a hairstylist, correct? I am. I am a hairstylist as well. Is it harder than makeup? Actually, I enjoy doing both thoroughly. So nothing Mm -hmm. is hard for me. 
I love doing hair as well as makeup. Makeup yeah. is like I feel I can close my eyes and do makeup. <laughs> How is the hair industry? <laughs> the hair industry is pretty large. Mm-hmm. It's booming right now. The updos that I see are bigger than life now, and I kind of <laughs> like it. But it also depends on your clients what they like or they don't like. But it's really mm-hmm. nice. The hair industry is is easy too. If and but another very important tip is if you want to be a makeup artist, you should know hair, because when a bride will email you, she will hire somebody who does both rather than yeah. one. Yeah. So or if you are not doing hair, if you're not passionate about this, you're passionate about makeup, no problem. But what you can do is, uh, be friends or have a hairstylist. Work with someone who does hair. Yeah, Yeah. work someone so that you both refer each other and you Mm -hmm. already have it. So when someone asks you, you want to do makeup, what about my hair? You're like, wait a minute, I have my hairstylist on board too. It's more convenient. Exactly. It's very, very convenient. Mm -hmm. Okay. Um, And as a hairstylist, um, do you find that it's uh, easier to advertise than makeup or no? Uh, I think makeup for advertising is more mm-hmm. easy than hair. I must say that. Okay. Because I think the way makeup is like literally when you look at a picture, your eyes, like, you know, what, what catches is your eyeshadows. Yeah. Your, the colors, the, the pop of, the, of lips that, lipstick that you have on your lips. So mm-hmm. I think makeup is more prominent out there than mm-hmm. hairstyle. Okay. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, what advice do you have for someone who wants to become both a makeup artist and a hairstylist? So my advice is one, patience. You have to have patience. It's a very tough market out here because remember, it's the bride's big day. So some of them have tantrums. Some of them are bridezillas. Some of them are really calm. So you have to have the ability to deal with that. So very important is patience. Number two, get as much education on hand as you can. You get your license, go go get a makeup makeup course done, go to a hair school, learn a couple of hairstyles because that's Mm -hmm. important. Learn how to work with different skin tones, different skin textures, different hair textures, because you're not always going to get someone with straight, silky, shiny hair. Yeah, what skills do you need to be able to do hair? you have to know how to work with different hair textures. Very important, how to take care of frizz, how to take care of if someone's hair is really curly. I always used to get this that, oh, my hair never never, uh, maintains curls. So you Mm -hmm. have to know if someone's hair is straight, how do you maintain the curls? What products do you use? Make a, take a couple of classes with with product with product companies. There's many product companies out there. Bumble, Bumble and Bumble is a really nice company too. They have really good products as well. But, but as well as Trustme, Trustme has really good products too, which is a CVS brand. And again, practice is very important. Practice as many faces as you can. Beat as many faces as you can. <laughs> families, literally, get your mom, get your sister, get your friends, get your cousins, get whoever you can work on, because that's how you will learn. Because in a face, there's different eye shapes there's different mm-hmm. nose shapes so different skin tones different mm-hmm. skin tones i just practice it's very very important to practice mm-hmm. uh we have a question for you from the sure. audience they're asking is there a very specific personality trait that's needed to be successful in your career uh, like i said patience mm-hmm. and another another trait is yeah you have to be um able to talk you have to be a people's person you have to like people you have because you you meet so many different kind of people in this in this line that you have to be able to deal with that you know make friends easily be able to talk to everybody easily Mm -hmm. so be out there yeah 
be able to provide that customer service. Right, because when somebody reaches out to you, somebody hires you, they also see that. I wait, did you talk to her? Did, did, did the makeup artist talk to me? Did she answer my questions or was she quiet? I don't think she's going to work. They also think like that because I have a bridal party that's about 15 girls and I don't think she'll be able to fit in it. So that's mm-hmm. also like being friendly and being patient and uh, at the same time being calm, you know, when you have to. Yeah. You have to ma- know how to maintain your calm and uh, learn to, you know, get friends with everyone. Was this a skill that you had um, initially or did you have to start developing it? I actually had that. I okay. am a people's person. I love people around Lucky me. Lucky you. <laughs> yeah. By the way, I'm talking. You can see you. I love to talk. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. I sometimes have been told at home, enough, let someone else talk. <laughs> What's the most uh, challenging thing that you face? The most challenging thing what I face is when I have a bride that's extremely particular. Mm. Like if the hair cannot move one inch to the left or to the right. Mm-hmm. That's, so when I do a trial with her, that's when I stress out a bit. But then I calm myself down because if I'm stressed, I'm not going to be able to give her anything. It's not yeah. going to work out. So I calm myself and I'm like, you know what? It's only a person at mm-hmm. the end of the day. She's only a person. She's only human. What can she do? If she doesn't like me or my personality or my work, she's going to hire somebody else. So that means it wasn't meant to be. I believe in that as well. So that's what stresses me out. (laughs) Like if someone is really picky and then I'll talk to myself, I'll, I'll, you know, get myself calm and I'll be like, okay, I can do, I can do this. I can do this. Do you Um, have any like really difficult customers? Just difficult now because they're picky. I've had had a couple of difficult customers. How do you deal with that? Uh, I, dealt with it at that time and then I came out and cried not in front of her because it was too much to handle but at that time I was very patient I was calm and when I felt like she was taking me for a ride I then just left my tools and I said that's it I'm walking out Mm -hmm. you don't own me that's it Mm -hmm. because it sometimes it got it sometimes it gets to a level where they take too much advantage of you and don't ever don't let anybody walk over you even yeah. though be calm and patient, don't let anybody walk over you. They're, this is your job. It's your profession. They're hiring you for a purpose and you're here for a purpose. So they cannot treat you like you know, a nobody again. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Are pricing, um, in terms of pricing, is it competitive? Do you feel like at times you have to lower your prices in order to... Uh, I do. Yeah. It's now been about eight to nine years is going to complete this year and I still am not being able to hike up my price the minute every time I try every year I'm like okay this year maybe I'll try I try to do that and boom I have to go back to the same old prices Mm -hmm. so it's very competitive I still don't think I can hike up my prices yep Mm -hmm. it's competitive out there yeah is there a standard that you won't ever go under though yeah, so I'm, I'm not going to sell myself cheap. I know my yeah. work. I know my work. I know that, you know, you are going to come out looking like a, a princess or a movie mm-hmm. star. I, and the, the treatment, it's not only my makeup, but the treatment I give you is like top level too. So mm-hmm. I know that I will never under, undersell myself. And uh, I have a mark and I will never go lower than that. Mm-hmm. If it doesn't work out, I explain to them really nicely that I'm sorry, but it doesn't work for me. You know, it's you just have- not what I do. Yeah, you have to know the worth of your service. Yeah, yeah, I, exactly. Absolutely. Mm-hmm. You have to know because the minute you start selling yourself cheap, it's going to be like, oh, but you charge her this much and you charge that. Can mm-hmm. you do it? No, know your worth. If you know that when they go out there, they'll probably, yeah, there's tons of makeup artists out there. They'll get it at that price too. So then it's okay. Let them go. Mm-hmm. You know, because 
at the end of the day, when you're done dressing up a person or, you know, done with your work, it has to be worth your while. You have to feel like, oh my God, this was worth it. Because it's not only just standing and doing makeup. It's so many hours that go in the making. It's tiring. Uh, on, it's tiring. Makeup artists and hairstylists are on their feet. Like literally, mm-hmm. if it's a, it's a 8 a.m. wedding, Hindu weddings are 8 a.m., we have to be out of the door. Either I take the night before in a hotel, I ask them for accommodation. We wake up at 3 a.m. and we're, ser- we're working till 8. So you're standing yeah. for hours and then you rest in between. So it's not an easy job. This is, a, mm-hmm. this is also tough. You know, so you, it has to be worth it. When you go back home, you feel like, oh my God, what did I do this for? Nothing. It's like mm-hmm. not worth it for me. So know your worth. Very important. It can be mentally tiring as well sometimes. Exactly. It is ex- it's mentally exhausting. Yeah. At that time when I'm doing your makeup, I don't even care what's going on around me. It's like I have the, I have those, um, the horses thing that they have. You're on in your own zone. Yeah. Yeah. I'm in my own zone. Everything else is a blur. The mm-hmm. minute I'm done, the minute I pack, oh my God, the way I get so tired, I'm exhausted, yeah. drained mentally and physically. Mm-hmm. Yeah. So it is tiring. Well, before we come to the end of our show, just wanted to ask you, what is the last piece of advice you have for our listeners? The last piece of advice is follow your passion. If this is something you want to do, do it, but make sure you get all the necessary tools for it. Get all the necessary training that you can. At the same time, don't get discouraged because there's so many out there. Trust Mm -hmm. me, there's work for everybody. If you have the passion for it and if you love what you do, and you know you're good, there's nothing that's going to come in your way. It might take a while. It might take some time for you to get where you are. But eventually, trust me, you will get there. Thank you, you so much. You will get Steve. that satisfaction. Thank you. Yeah. We hold this talk show weekly. Um, and if you'd like to suggest a speaker or you'd like to be a speaker yourself, make, you can just visit our website and send us an email. You were just listening to the You Mentor Talk Show. If you miss this or future shows, you can always hear the replay on our Umentor website. If you want to reach out to today's speaker, you can just visit our online platform at umojoutreach.org slash unleash the future slash groups. Be sure to tune in next Saturday at 3 p.m. for another speaker and more stories.